Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, there you go. Um, by the way, if anyone's tuning in thinking they're listening to Off the Ball and they're on the wrong channel, you're not. You are on <laughs> Breakfast Business. Uh, and we are sitting in front of the legendary Brian Habana. That was a clip, um, one of the uh, thousands of tries <laughs> that you must have scored. Uh, there's hardly an accolade in world rugby that you haven't uh, enjoyed, Brian. Um, you're also a businessman uh, and the co-founder and chief client officer for the fintech firm Pay Me Now which is Sweeping Africa. It's also uh, He's over in Ireland for the Fintech Nation event hosted by Fintech and Payments Association Ireland and he's sitting in front of me. What's it like? Morning, Joe. What's it like being in the home of the future winners of the <laughs> World Cup? I mean, it's great to know that there's confidence. I think we could maybe have another chat post next week, Sunday, yeah. um, and an epic game that's going to be happening between There's going to be a big game on Sunday. Yeah, so it's Sunday, South Africa Island, uh, sort of pool decider, in my opinion, who finishes first. And if South Africa overcome Ireland in that one, Ireland have got a tough one against Scotland the following week, also aren't going to be an easy runover. So... Top three teams in the world. I think everyone knows the very much lopsided side of Unfair is another word that's often used. Uh, I, I, not to defend world rugby. I think when the draw was done, Ireland, France and Scotland weren't currently where they are in the world rugby rankings. Mm. And I think you're going to always get a skewed side of the draw Yeah, somewhere. but it shouldn't have been done three years ago. Let's be honest, Brian. The draw should have been done at the start of this year. The, the, the rugby, uh, rugby environment's very, very archaic in its thinking sometimes. So I know, I know changes are going to be happening for Australia 2027, which is mm. great. It does skew things a little bit, which I think you know, when you have the top four, five teams on the one side of the draw, it doesn't represent it well. But that being said, um, every game being a knockout heightens the intensity and the attraction to watch it. Yes. No, I'm, this, this particular <laughs> tournament has, has captured a lot of people's imaginations. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Pay Me Now. Um, uh, it's, what was the transition like from professional rugby, which is very frenetic, yeah. to financial services? It was interesting, Joe, to be honest. The transition period for any athlete at the moment is probably one of the biggest narratives globally, and rightfully so. Uh, you, I say to a lot of people, you almost die a many death going into something you have no idea about. And I needed to find out in you know, sort of 2019 that MVP in the financial services space does not mean most valuable player. <laughs> it means something very different in the, in the tech space. So yeah. you, 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 you go from a massive high of knowing something solely for 15 years of your life to transitioning to something very different. Mm. I've been very fortunate in this environment that I've been with a team around me that's incredibly efficient, uh, intellectual, as well as being you know forward-thinking. So it was actually my university roommate that approached me with this concept of starting an earned wage access platform in South Africa. Yeah. Um, and it's been an incredible growth. We've got just <clears throat> excuse me, under 300,000 employees now with access to the platform, mm. doing just under 400,000 transactions a month. And and, and Explain to us how it works. Um, it's it's a type. Uh, you can take, there's a bit of water there in front of you. If you yeah. want. And there's a type. It's a type of payday lender. So you get your salary before the end That's of the month. That's a swear word, um, Payday lending. So we actually we we're trying to in within the South African model. We have a very much monthly salaried staff environment, mm. and that creates a massive disconnect between people that earn monthly but live daily. So yeah. you're needing cash in hand. Effectively, earned wage access uh, allows the corporate, the employer, to give its staff a automated salary advance process that mm-hmm. when in 
potential financial need or dire situation, mm. they can access money they've already earned at much cheaper rates than what they would go to a micro lender or a pay to lender. So effectively a salary advance that becomes much more responsible. We've though taken the concept of earned wage access and integrated financial wellness as a concept. So well, tell in, me about that. So we actually give people access to a percentage that the employer sets to their already earned wages, but we only give them a access to a small portion of that. And in the payment our app, they go through financial education modules, a credit score, a free budgeting tool, mm. and in so doing, upskilling themselves financially. And the more they upskill themselves, the more access to that percentage they get access to, which is really important. So not using earned wage access as the core, using as the functionality to incentivize and reward people around you know, getting access to their money. So there is a problem, uh, and it's all over the world, but it's especially this, uh, so in, in, in Africa, uh, of financial exclusion. exclusion yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is possibly, this is, is of course, is a centuries-old problem of, of the, the Africa didn't get the investment mm. that Europe had because it didn't have the wealth. It wasn't invested in. So it didn't have the, the traditional phone lines. It didn't mm. have the ISDN. It didn't have kind of fiber optic cables. So mic, uh, micropayments and mobile technology is yeah. very important in South Africa. In South Africa and in Africa, mm. you know, in Africa in general, we are probably very much at the beginning part of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which means that not only are they financially excluded, they technologically excluded. You know, data mm. rates in South Africa are very, very high and a lot of people are excluded because it's a very traditional culture in the way that people work in Africa. So it's mm. much a bartering type system. Yeah. It's a cash in hand. But the monthly salary cycle has created a massive disconnect. It's a much easier process for the employer to run, but just separates those who are financially excluded, financially literate to try yes. work and budget the best with a little that they earn on a monthly basis, but they live daily, you know, for 60% of a workforce in South Africa, you know, they need cash in hand to get into public transport, whether it be a bus, a taxi or train. Mm. They don't fill their car up with petrol and drive around for two weeks. We don't have a, a public... Is there any mobile app that you that you can pay to get around, no? So there is mobile apps, but it's very much a cash-strapped economy, yeah. particularly in the informal sector. So our minibus taxis in South Africa, you can't you know, pay with any mo- mobile payment. You know, you can't tap your phone. You can't, you know, in South Africa, seven out of eight people have a bank account, only one out of eight get access to a credit card to just give you the massive financial exclusion that, that happens in South Africa. And are Africa. there efforts underway to try and bridge that gap? Because if you remain unbanked, mm. it means that's, you're yeah. going to be disadvantaged in career terms, in educational terms, and everything. It, it does mean that. It, there's a lot of companies trying to do that. I think we're trying to bridge that gap through a technological platform that gives at least those that are banked, that are formally employed, mm. the ability to not have to go through the very exorbitant you know, micro-lenders and payday lenders. Mm. But that massive disconnect between the financially excluded, the technologically excluded, mm. but the cash-strapped economy that is the informal market in South Africa is a very difficult gap to bridge. Right. Uh, and is it coming to Europe? Pay me now. So there's quite a few earned wage access players around the world. Actually started off in the US, myself and my co-founder um, actually came to the UK to chat to two of the biggest uh, market leaders over here. Mm. So there's almost one in every country. We're very much focused on Africa because we understand Africa. We understand the nuances that come with the various financial and fiduciary environments within Africa. Mm. Um, and there might be an opportunity or two with some multinational companies. But for now, we're, we're growing in Africa. Okay, um, and you're going to be speaking today at uh, the FinTech Nation uh, Conference hosted by the FinTech and Payments Association of Ireland in the Marker Hotel. Best of luck with it. Thanks, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yes. Who genuinely do you think will win the World Cup? So with my heart, I honestly think that South Africa can, can win it um, and the poems they put in. I just think France, it is their time to shine in France. Um, I think what we've seen over the last two, three years is that it's the most consistent French side 
They maybe had a bit of a slip up against um, Ireland Uruguay last night, but Ireland. So the big thing for me, Ireland have five finals in a row, which yeah. is going to be pretty tough. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a France South Africa final and um, with France potentially. Honestly, I love it. Brian, thank you so much for coming. Thanks, Very you, welcome to Dublin and in thanks. Ireland. Uh, the, the World Cup uh, rugby winner and legend, uh, Brian Habana, and now uh, co-founder of Pay Me Now. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.